Welcome to Plant Empowered Fitness, a podcast for amazing, ambitious women like you who are ready to get in the best shape of their lives. Your host, nutrition and fitness coach, Tamara Marie, will show you how to transform your body with optimal plant-based nutrition and pain-free muscle toning techniques so you can burn body fat, shrink your waistline, and boost your energy without suffering through hours of intense cardio. In every episode, you'll get simple, actionable advice so you can thrive at 35, be fierce over 40, and fabulous at 50 and beyond. Here is your host, Tamara Marie. Welcome to the Plant Empowered Fitness Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day and I hope you enjoyed our last episode where I interviewed Natalie Matthews from Fit Vegan Chef. Uh, If you didn't get a chance to listen to those episodes, please make sure you go back and listen to that conversation. There are so many tips on not just how to train your body to have toned arms, better shoulders, but also just overall uh, health and fitness and how to transition to a plant-based or vegan diet. So make sure you check that episode out. Um, I also, before I get started, I wanted to thank all of you who have left a rating and review for the podcast so far. We have five-star ratings. Couldn't ask for anything better than that as a host. So um, definitely leave a review uh, if you have found the podcast useful. Share it with a friend. Um, It really does help more people find out about what we are doing. And it really is important to me that we get the right information out to as many people as possible because there's so much on social media and things that, you know, that are myths that are going around. I can't even say the word myths. It's a hard word to say. (laughs) You know, all of these misconceptions about uh, plant-based nutrition, about training um, overall and in general, and for, you know, women and what we should do for how to get in the best shape of our lives. So uh, if you found any of our episodes useful, feel free to share it to a friend who might be interested in the topic. Uh, So I definitely, again, appreciate all the support. I appreciate your reviews. And if you want to leave a review, just go to um, Apple Podcasts and you can do rate and review um, right there from your app in your phone. Now, in this episode, I am going to be answering a question that came in from a listener. So I will be doing some listener Q&A. So again, if you guys have questions and you want it answered here on the podcast, just send a, send a DM on Instagram at Plant Empowered Fitness. Um, And we will try to get to as many of these as we can um, and just kind of go through and give some pointers, some information on um, your questions and the things that you are dying to know about either converting to a plant-based diet or or improving your nutrition um, and overall health. So make sure you send us those questions in. And like I said, we'll be answering them as they come in the best we can. Uh, But the question I wanted to answer Uh, in this episode, I think is really important. It has come up with some of my clients as well. Uh, And it's about how you feed your family or or prepare meals for your family on a plant-based diet. Uh, And the question that came in from Don Collins is, how do I feed my family of meat eaters? (laughs) So you might be the only person in your family or in your household that is following a plant-based diet. So this is actually a really good question because oftentimes it can cause friction in a family setting when you all of a sudden decide that you're going to take on this new approach to the way that you eat and feel your body and your family, especially 
uh, for those of us who are the ones who prepare meals in our family, whether we have a partner or children or are, you know, have our parents or other extended family with us or even go to family get togethers. This sort of question about what do you eat always comes up. <laughs> so it can be a little bit uncomfortable, but more than just navigating that, if you're the person responsible for cooking and preparing the meals, and maybe everybody in your family isn't on board with your new <laughs> dietary change, it can cause a little bit of conflict and friction. So it's a good question. And I want to answer in a couple of different ways because I think that, you know, it's important that as we are learning and improving ourselves and our health, that we don't look down on other people or try to preach to other people, right? Where, you know, we're like, well, this is the only way to do it and you have to do it this way immediately. Um, and there are good reasons, right? And and you can get excited anytime you're embarking on something new. But I would encourage all of us to be more subtle in the way that we introduce the changes that we're making to our families. So a, a few things that I would suggest just in general, because I'm assuming by the question that Dawn's asking, if you have a family of meat eaters, uh, right? And she's saying, how do I feed my family? So I'm assuming, you know, Don is responsible for making the meals in her household. And uh, she's either following a plant-based diet or transitioning to one, but she has family members that are not. So I think the first part of this is having a conversation, right? Just opening up the dialogue. Because like I said, if you're committed to this lifestyle, you really are going to need the support of the people in your household, or at least some understanding, not that they have to go 100% plant-based and go all in with you, but that they're at least open to learning more about it and supporting you um, in your journey. So for example, let's say you're trying to follow a plant-based diet, you're transitioning, but there's a few foods that may be a weakness for you, right? Like if there's cheese pizza, or if there's like chicken or something, something that you crave, um, if it's in the house, you might be tempted to eat it versus if it's not, right? So it might be just asking people, well, hey, please don't eat certain foods around me. I'm really trying to make this change, different things like that. So you want to let people know what it is that you're doing and why, more importantly, because if you tell them the why, that opens the door to more understanding. So instead of just saying, look, guys, I'm not eating meat anymore, deal with it, you know, Try to explain to them why and ask them for their support. Ask them to be open-minded um, and tell them that, you know, you're still learning too. You know, we are all still learning more about health and nutrition and fitness as there's more research that comes out. Um, there's more information available to all of us. So we really all are still in this mode of learning. So I think if you approach it that way, you know, and you're kind of on this journey together and everyone's just trying to improve and ask them to support you in improving yourself um, then I think that you'll you'll get a little bit more cooperation. Now, there are some people who are just staunch meat eaters, but um, again, if this is someone in your family, I'm assuming that these people know, love, and respect you to some degree. So hopefully, even if they have some sort of strong opinion against a plant-based diet, they'll be able to support you in some way. So one of the tools that you can use uh, to help sort of have that dialogue, if you feel like, it's a bit difficult for you to start that conversation is, you know, think about why it is that you are deciding to follow a plant-based diet and try to, to uh, sort of expose your family to some of that information. So for example, if there's a documentary that you watch like Game Changers or Fork Over, Forks Over Knives, or I mean, there's so many, I could list like a dozen. 
uh, just have like a watch party with your family after dinner one night and say like, hey guys, we're going to check this out. It's really, you know, I want you guys to understand why I'm doing this. Would you mind watching this documentary? It's only about 90 minutes. Like, let's just sit down as a family, have a discussion. Um, not that you're trying to convert them, quote unquote, but just that you want them to understand where you're coming from. So that could be a way to open up the dialogue. So my first suggestion, you know, is just, again, make sure kind of everyone understands why you are doing what you're doing. Now, from a more practical standpoint, I would uh, suggest a few things. So uh, one is that in the house, you can say, hey, let's try to do a meatless Monday, right? So especially if you're the one preparing the meals, you know, you can uh, pick foods that most meat eaters really don't mind having vegan. So for example, something like spaghetti, where you can use either just a marinara or primavera sauce with just veggies, or you can add a protein like uh, beyond beef crumbles, which give a similar consistency as ground beef or something like textured vegetable protein or TVP. Um, I think I've mentioned before in the episode on protein, I like the brand plant boss TVP, uh, but there, there are many others that you can use. And there's really, I mean, I could name again, a dozen different brands that you can buy or even recipes you can find to make your own plant-based sort of ground beef substitute. Uh, But you can add that to spaghetti sauce, a tomato sauce, marinara sauce, and you can make that uh, for the family and say, look, we're going to have meatless Monday. We'll have spaghetti or something like chili, you know, where, you know, most people don't necessarily think chili needs to have meat in it. It could just be lots of beans and lentils and things like that. So something again, that generally people have, whether or not they're plant-based or not, but they're not expecting it to have loads and loads of meat in it. Uh, stir fry is another thing too that you can do. Uh, these are usually things too that aren't, um, I guess, as difficult for meat eaters to kind of wrap their heads around if you're trying to, to, to like, for instance, get someone to eat a Beyond Burger or Beyond Chicken, something like that. They may be resistant to it just because they know that it's vegan. Um, but you know, something like a spaghetti or chili stir fry, these are things that people generally have all the time and they're not necessarily looking to have it with a steak. So, um, so one suggestion would be to have meatless Monday. Um, and again, this is really part of that conversation where you're asking your family for support. You say, Hey guys, can we at least do meatless Monday? That way we can all eat the same meal together as a family. So that's one suggestion. Another suggestion is to make meals where the animal protein can be easily swapped for a plant-based protein. So for example, if you're making a meal for your family and let's say you have family members that eat chicken, you can easily have like some maybe barbecue chicken and then you can have barbecue seitan and your side dishes will all be the same. So you can make sweet potatoes with maybe a side of broccoli or some smoked kale, um, even something like French fries, like all of these things are plant-based, right? So you can start to build your meals where the focus is on uh, all the different sides and you guys all eat that together. And then when it comes to the protein portion of the meal or the, I should say, the main protein source, because as we all know, there is protein in plants. So we're not going to say protein as if animal uh, proteins are the only proteins, but something where you can easily swap it out. So like in my example, If you're making sweet potatoes and broccoli and that's what everyone's having, you'll have barbecue seitan, your family might have barbecue chicken, right? But you're trying to build meals that way. Um, Also, like even with spaghetti, let's say 
you know, everyone says, well, I want to have, I really, really want to have my spaghetti with meat sauce. Okay, fine. You can make the same pasta for everyone. You can have a nice whole grain bread. You can have some veggies on the side. You can have some spinach uh, or a salad, a nice salad with an Italian vinaigrette, which everyone can have, which, you know, vinaigrettes generally do not have any, um, any dairy in them. So that can be, again, something you enjoy as a family. And then maybe you just have two different sauces so that the meat eaters in your family can have their sauce and then you can have your plant-based sauce as well. So just kind of think about ways that you can make the meals in common where you're all sharing a meal together. The main components of the meal are all the same and there might just be one thing that is swapped out that's a bit different and that's generally gonna be your protein. Obviously, this could also apply to dairy. Um, if you're talking about something like making breakfast, then you know there's there's a lot of dairy that can go along with breakfast from like cream cheese to... Um, to even eggs are very common to have at breakfast, sausage and things like that. Um, in that case, you know, I really would just encourage you to have your family try some of the plant-based options for these because in, in my experience, um, I haven't really run across anyone that says, oh, this breakfast sausage from Field Roast is absolutely disgusting. It doesn't taste like pork and therefore I would never eat it. Um, generally, <laughs> um, as long as food is good, you'd be surprised how open people are. So don't try to get your family to start eating, you know, tofu and a kale salad or something that's very foreign to them. I would really look at trying to veganize some of your family's favorite meals and try to incorporate them into your um, your dinners, your breakfasts and things like that. So that's, a, that's the next suggestion. Really just try to, to see how much can you make that everyone can eat, that everyone's kind of on board for, and just have maybe you know one or two things that are swapped out um, between the plant-based and the, the omnivores. And I think the last thing, I think, and this goes overall with the conversation about asking for support, is really you want to try to reduce the animal protein in your family's meals. Now, if you're the one that's feeding your family, uh, this should be fairly easy to do. Again, it depends on the personalities that you have. But I think if you try to fill everyone up on veggies and whole grains and starchy vegetables like uh, potatoes, sweet potatoes, brown rice, quinoa, things that have um, nu- all overall nutritional value, that it'll begin to lessen the role that the animal protein plays on the plate. So even if you're cooking for meat eaters and they're going to have chicken, fill the plate up with like potatoes and rice and, you know, uh, broccoli and kale and salad and zucchini. And I mean, there's so many amazing vegetables, so many side dishes that you can make. And if you increase the number of side dishes, you know, it like, for example, maybe you just have, you generally would have like one side of veggies and one side of like a starch and then a, a protein try to increase that. Maybe instead of just having broccoli, have broccoli and spinach or broccoli and green beans, and then just a sweet potato. And, you know, then there's less and less room on the plate (laughs) for the animal protein. So I would say overall, you know, as you begin to do that, then your family might notice that they, they miss, you know, the meat less because they're already full. You know, they're like, oh, okay, well, I really can't eat, you know, five chicken breasts right now. Like I just had all this wonderful, amazing, um, whole grain and legume and, you know, veggies and all of this other stuff that they're not going to want to have as much meat after that. So those are my tips. You know, you're really going to need to get your family on board, I think is the bottom line in some way, you know, and it doesn't have to be 
100%. But it could even just be that they stop making comments. Say, listen, I know that this isn't something you want to do, but can we just try to have a base level of respect where you're not making jokes about my food or whatever it is, right? What, whatever small way that you can get the support of your family, I think is great. But I think educating people, um, letting them know that you're learning along with them, exposing them to the information that you have learned um, is a great way to have that dialogue and to get that support overall. And then if you're cooking, again, just try to make your meals as as much as you can, things that your family likes to eat and making it so that you can all eat together and swap things out. So um, I hope that this was helpful. Um, and again, if you're in this position where you are feeling like you really would like for your family to uh, get more on board with plant-based nutrition because it would just make it easier for you, um, just keep in mind it's going to be a process, just probably like it was for you. I'm, you know, very few people that I know actually decided overnight to follow a plant-based diet. Usually, it's a gradual process. So give yourself some grace, be patient with yourself and your family, and try to do things as much as you can not to isolate people from each other because meals are supposed to bring families together. So, you know, as much as you can try to incorporate things that everyone can sort of participate in. Um, and even things like, um, I didn't mention this before, but something like a pizza night or a taco night or where everyone kind of makes their own pizza or makes their own tacos or makes their own bowl. Like they can just, everyone kind of can choose the components that they want to go into uh, the meal. So that way, again, you can have your plant-based options and you can have your omnivore options. So similar to like, how at Chipotle everything's laid out, or if you go to a buffet, you can do that in your family as well. That way everyone has exposure to different plant-based foods, but they also can choose the animal protein if that's what they so desire. So I hope this is helpful, Don, and to anyone else who is feeding a family of plant-based eaters and omnivores as well. Like I said, if you want your question answered on the podcast, just send us a message on Instagram, send us a DM at Plant Empowered Fitness. That's it for now. I hope you're having a wonderful day full of energy and vitality and good health. Thank you for listening to the Plant Empowered Fitness Podcast. Connect with us on Instagram at Plant Empowered Fitness. To find out how we can help you meet your personal health and fitness goals, go to plantempoweredfitness.com. That's plantempoweredfitness.com.